Hi, this is the Ask Cadian Show on bbsradio.com. And thank you so much for tuning in with me again tonight. And um, I am a life transformational coach, and I am here to remind you of your greatness. And that means I am here to awaken you to your life, to help you become more aware, for you to notice patterns and eradicate them, because a lot of times the patterns we're stuck in are no longer serving us. For us to broaden our perspective and perception on things and increase our heart and our compassion and empathy and guide you to transforming your life so you can live the life that you came here to live. So that's what I mean. All of that is reminding you of your greatness. I am looking forward to guiding you authentically live through my unique coaching style and technique. And once again, thank you so much for tuning in with me tonight. Wow, it is February 28th. I can't believe it's already February 28th, March is in a couple of days. That went by really fast. I feel like I want to do the month of January over. Do you ever feel like that? Like you want to do some things over in your life. That's how I feel about January 2016. It's it's as if I missed something, I didn't get enough done or whatever it is, but I really wanted to do it over. Um. But at times, you know, we all feel that way in our lives. You know, we want do-overs. We need a do-over. We want to do over our college years, maybe our early 30s, a conversation, a relationship. But unfortunately, do-overs are not possible. (laughs) You know, we can't go back and change the past. That's the bad news. The good news is we can change the future at any time. And I'm going to talk about that pertaining to relationship tonight, continuing on that topic on relationships for the month month of February. On Valentine's Day, I discussed primarily romantic relationships in honor of that day. But tonight, the focus will be on the other relationships and how they play out in our lives. You cannot change a history of a relationship or anything else, but you can begin changing the future of it That's the power you hold in your hands. That's the power I want you to understand that you have. And it's the power to change anything in your life. As always, remember, this is an interactive show. So call in so we can chat. Don't let me monologue all by my lonesome self. (laughs) And the number in the U.S. and Canada to call is 888-627-6008. Once again, that's 888-627-6008, and that's in U.S. and Canada. And anywhere else around the world directly, the number to call in is 323-744-4831. Around the world, other than U.S. and Canada, the number is 323-744-4831. I want to also mention that this radio station has a really great app that you can download on your phone. I know a lot of people have figured that out and some people haven't. And when I told them, they're like, wow, that's so much easier than trying to get to my laptop or trying to run home to get to your show. Um, So, you know, it's funny when I told my children Immediately, they picked up their phones and went to the app store on their iPhone and said, oh, there's an app for BBS Radio. That's the name of the app, BBS Radio. And they just downloaded it and they said, oh, so now, mom, anywhere we are, we can, you know, listen to you. So, it, you know, it's funny that, you know, they're born. These are the computer age babies. That's automatic for them. But for some of us, it's not yet automatic. So once again, you could download the app on your phone. And I am on station one. At this time, of course. And the app is really cool and simple. There's a play button that you click and you can, you know, hear the show and any other show you like to listen to on the station as well. And also right next to it, there's a telephone button. And when you press that, it dials right into the station for you to chat, you know, with me. Really easy. Very good app. I love when things are easily accessible. I love that. So this app is really intuitive that way. 
So tonight's topic will be about relationships, part two. And what I would like to cover tonight is why relationships are the key to happiness, fulfillment, and connection. How relationships has shaped who you are, your belief system, and put you on the path you are currently on. Obligation in a relationship. We have a lot to talk about, and if we have time and I can get to, I will also talk about risk in relationship. That's also very important. If I don't get to something, just know that because my show is all about personal growth and development. So I will always talk, you know, talk about these things over and over um, with you. So don't panic and say she didn't get to that. And also, if there's a subject you would like me to discuss, you can always email me at kdnrg at gmail.com. That's my first name, K-A-D-I-A-N-R-G at gmail.com. Or you can go to this um, radio station's internet page at BBS Radio forward slash Askadian. That's my host page. And leave a message there as well. And I'll love to discuss anything you would like me to talk about. So relationships. Mm, oh boy. There's so much to discuss here. They are key to our personal growth and development. I want you to get a deeper understanding of their existence as to why um, they're in our lives and to increase your awareness in the role they play in your life and the role you play in someone else's life. And when we get to understand and become more aware of the reasons why I'm having and you're having a certain experience, then the experiences get easier and you're not so afraid of of trying things or choosing things or choosing differently or, or being different, you know? So relationships, you know, with every encounter is a lesson for everyone involved. May not be the same lesson, but nevertheless, there's a lesson for you in there, in the situation, and the lesson for the others involved. There's so many different type of relationships besides the obvious, the parental relationships, siblings, extended family. Once we start to go out, you know, into the world, you know, into kindergarten, you know, we're having a relationship with our teachers, friends on the playground, work friends as you're starting to get older, friends you play a sport with, and so on. For instance, my daughter, my daughter plays club volleyball. So she has her volleyball friends. These are not you know, they don't live in the same town, so they don't even go to the same school. It's a it's is a club in the state of New Jersey and anybody could come try out and if you get selected, you're on this team. So they're volleyball you know, friends. We were just at a tournament tournament yesterday and that's when I see most of the moms and dads and, and aunts and everybody who come and that's when we get to chat. And so they're they're not deep relationships, you know. They're you know, but nevertheless they are they are a relationship. You know, because you're spending some time with people. They're not ones that um, I was just about to say um, <laughs> um, trigger you, but at times they can trigger you. <laughs> these um, sports relationship that that has happened, but you know, most of the time the ones that you you are not interacting with often really don't trigger you deep enough. But the ones that we're in the middle of the midst of every day usually does. I want to, and that's their job. Just remember that that's their job. I want to also point out that we are often still in relationships that has ended, and the reason is because you're still thinking and talking about them, and thinking and talking about them keeps you in the relationship emotionally. You know, you don't have to be in physical contact with someone not to be in a relationship. You know, you ended it, they ended it, they've gone their way, you've gone, you know, your way. And so you think, oh, the relationship is is has ended. Yes, the physical contact of the relationship has ended, but the emotional contact hasn't and which means we're energetically still 
in contact with that person. They're still in your energetic field and you're still in theirs. And you know that's true because of the way you talk about the relationship if you do. Just pay attention to the relationships that has you know, ended, how much emotion is behind it when you talk about it? The more emotion there is you have behind this relationship when you're talking about, you know, situation that has happened or giving an example of what has happened to you or, you know, you start to feel victimy like someone did something to you, you're not gotten over it, you know, you are still very much connected to it. The more emotion you have behind it is the more is the, is the more connected you are than you think to this relationship. Also, you can see traits of that relationship in the new relationships you are in. You know, if you have not worked out the issues from that old relationship, lots of times we want to just end something and just think it's done. Um, but if you haven't worked through the issues, they will pop up again through other people, you know, other sources in your life, because these are issues you're supposed to work on. You're not supposed to run away from it. This is, this is, it's there to help you. Um, awaken and become aware and to work through things so you can be happier and feel more fulfilled and connected. You know, they're the key to those things. The relationships at the very beginning of your life shapes who you are, what you believe in, and the paths you're currently on is due to those relationships. If you have not awakened to your life, and have decided to make changes. And a lot of people don't do that. A lot of people, they go with the flow, they settle, you know, they're in relationships with their, you know, they're married, but they're in relationship with us, with, with, with their parents because their spouse have similar traits, you know? And so they are shaping, the, they shape the path you're on. You're traveling through life on paths that were created by others. If you have not you know, awaken to, to your life. And what do I mean by awaken? And because people say, I'm not asleep. Um, a lot of people are asleep in their life. You know, if you're not, for instance, if you're not, if you're feeling unhappy in your life and you're not trying to change the, the happiness, change and move towards happiness, and you're just settling and say, okay, I'm, I'm okay. I'm contented. Um, the good outweighs the bad. That's okay. Then you are not awakened to your life. You're just going with the flow. You're, one of your purpose here on earth is to be authentically happy. That's one of your purpose. We have many purposes. And one of them is for you to be very happy. If you are unhappy in your life, not feeling fulfilled, then you need to begin to awaken yourself. You listening to this show and listening to me will do that. And relationships are the key to that. You know, they're there to, it. you know, to awaken us. I don't want you to go around and blame your parents and everybody in the past and say, oh my God, how come you didn't tell me this stuff and, and you, I'm on this path because of you. Remember, when you were born and you're coming through the birth canal, there isn't a note attached to you saying, um, this is Kadian, this is her purpose in life, she's going to be a life transformation coach, these are her fears, she's going to be afraid of public speaking, so you need to put her in speaking positions and toastmasters and such and such to help her. These are her challenges. Unfortunately, our parents don't get that kind of note, okay? I'm a parent. I didn't get that note. So what happens is others, you know, they try to gear you towards a past path that they think is best for you. That's the beginning relationships. Then others come into your life because what happens at the beginning of those relationships, you start to lose yourself, un unfortunately. That's, unfortunately, that's the result, you know, you start to become lost, you don't know what direction to go in. You're just following what your family and society and, you know, and the media has said to you what happiness looks for you. And so you get lost. And then other relationships you encounter are here to help you find yourself again, to help you find that inspiration 
through the discord they cause you in your life. It's not really through a happy experience. Most of it isn't, unfortunately. It's usually through discomfort. That's how we learn as human beings. Is the discomfort you need to pay attention to in your life to awaken to your life. All right? So don't let the irritation sit too long. It's not about the other person. I want you to remember it's about you. That person is here to push you, test you, try you, trigger you all the way to your greatness path. That's what they're here to do. So pay attention to it to see what the irritation is revealing to you. It's always about you and what you need to work on, face, what you need to challenge yourself on. All the challenges in your life is for you to connect to your source of inspiration, that part of you that's been lost so you could discover how great you really are. So if someone keeps irritating you, what can you do? Well, I want you to practice stopping in the moment. And I know that's difficult at first. I come from a very reactive family, so that's how I ran my energy for a long time. But just, you know, begin practicing if practicing it. If it didn't work the first time, you say, oh my God, Katie said to do that, do that, and I fail. Don't think of it as a failure. Just keep trying until you learn to stop in the moment and not react. And breathe and relax. You know, just breathe, relax. Let your shoulders fall. Let your emotion that's been amped up lower itself. And as you relax and breathe, you will feel the height of that emotion slowly come down. Okay? When that's happening, you can ask yourself questions. You, you, you don't have to ask yourself out loud. It kind of be crazy if you're asking this question out loud in front of this person. But in your head or later on when you think about the encounter, ask yourself, why was that person or situation? Why did it irritate me so much? Why did that make me so upset? Say me, not them. You know, don't blame them. What 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 is it showing me? Okay. So it will, once you're not so emotional, you can get answers. And you will, even in the moment, if the person is in front of you, you will begin to hear what they're saying. A lot of times when we're reactive, we are not hearing what that person is saying. We're missing the whole point. We have our own spin on it. You know, we're thinking they don't like us. They're doing this to me. They're doing that to me. You know, just relax, breathe, lower your shoulders, lower the emotion that you're feeling in that moment, and really pay attention to what you're saying. Okay, practice that. It takes time. Took a long time for me to do that. And then you will, you will start to get answers as to why this is happening. Relationships disconnected you from who you really are. It really did. So those beginning relationships, you're geared to a certain path. You're, lo you're lost. You don't know your purpose, you know, and so on. But the good news is you can use them to relearn, <laughs> you know, who you really are to find that connection to yourself again, to find authentic happiness I talk about, I will talk about authentic happiness a lot in this show. There's a difference between authentic happiness and just happiness. Happiness is external happiness. That's what we look for in others and things to make us feel good. Authentic happiness comes from within. We don't need others and things to make us feel good. We are connected to who we are. We are connected to our soul and we are authentically happy. You know, we can use relationships again to relearn what we need to relearn to feel fulfilled. So them showing us, for instance, what we don't want is a great way to help you find what you want, what you do want, because you've been lost. You've been fed 
you know, messages everywhere. This is what you should do. This is what you like. So them showing us that I don't like something is actually helping you come back and you ask you, you know, you ask yourself, do I really like that? I've been doing this for so long. I've been in this so this pattern for so long. Do I really like that? Okay. Anything that gives you the ability to choose is essential to your growth. And that's what relationships do. It gives us the ability to choose what we want. We're the only species that was given that gift. The ability to choose is a special gift just for human beings. Do not waste your gift by conforming to what is. Now that you know and you're becoming more aware, stop conforming. Stop wasting your gift. Choose. Choose. That's what. You, that's that's very important. When you are aware in your life and know that you can choose something else, you always have the advantage. This allows you to create what you really want. Because relationships changed who we are, it lowers our self-values, you know, a lot of us are not self-confident. We are not, we don't have high self-esteem, high self-worth. You know, we don't have self-respect. They change those within us. They play a big role in that area of our lives. But once again, we can use relationship and the experiences to relearn those values again. You know, when we are lacking in confidence or worth, we are not aligned to our true desires. We don't have what we really want. You know, we because we don't, even if we get it, usually it doesn't stay with us very long because we don't feel deserving of it. You know, so either you can't manifest it. Or you can only manifest a portion of your desires. You know, and relationships are great in assisting us in that area of self-values. For instance, if you're settling in a relationship and you choose to end it, you choose to end it, that increases your self-value. If you're in a relationship and you're not happy and you're settling and you know this should be over, and the other person ended it, that person chose themselves and it increased their self-value, not yours. But when you increase your self-value, whether it's you or them, what you're really saying is, I deserve more. I deserve better. Sometimes the person is not bad. You know, I was married... I always tell anybody, I tell everybody I was married to the nicest guy in the world for 23 years, almost 24 years. And it was a very good marriage, but I was not happy in the marriage. There was nothing wrong with him. It's just that I couldn't grow the way I wanted to grow in that relationship. There was a disconnect in where I want to, where I want to go in my life and this person understanding where I wanted to go in my life was not a harbor relationship. It's actually a very good relationship. But I wanted more. I wanted better. There's certain things I wanted in my life that I I, I wasn't getting. So I choose to I chose to end it. That was an increase in my self values. And lastly, forgiveness. Very important. Forgiveness is very important. Relationship helps us to understand and give us practice at forgiveness. That's one of the most important thing I think that it does for us. We learned when we forgive, we learn to let go and release karma between us and an individual. It's also important because forgiveness is a very, very high vibration. If you learn how to truly forgive, it releases you and that person of karmic involvement and in return keeps your vibration high. So if a relationship has ended and you're you're talking about with so much emotion and then cuz I hear a lot of people you know say I hear them say this, you know, this and this happened, but I forgive them though. Blah, 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 blah. No, you did not forgive. 
you're just saying that you forgive. Forgiveness is from inside, is internal. When you truly forgive, you love that person. You love them regardless of what they have done to you. You have forgotten about the past. I will talk a little bit about my past on this show, but it's for teaching, not because I want to get things off my chest. I did all of that, but it's to help you to become more aware and help you practice the things that make you more aware. So at this time, I will take a short break. And when I come back, I'll be talking about obligation in a relationship and um, if you have any question, once again, you could give me a call at 888-627-6008 in the U.S. and Canada and anywhere else around the world at 323-744-4831. And I'll be right back. Hello, this is Cadian Grant of Ask Cadian. And every fourth Thursday of each month, I will be facilitating a life transformation group coaching online class. This class will begin on January 28th. If personal one-on-one coaching isn't for you right now, and you would like assistance with change in your life, then I highly recommend getting started with this class. Each month, we will work on a particular theme. I will answer questions coach and be there for your personal development. For more information, please visit my website at www.kadiangrant.com and click on group coaching to begin your transformation. I am here to remind you of your greatness in every way. Hello and welcome back to the Ask Cadian Show. And of course, this is Cadian Grant. And thank you for tuning in with me on BBS Radio. And tonight we are talking about relationships, reasons for them, and how they affect our lives. As I mentioned in the first half of the show, they are key to our personal growth and development, they are key to our evolution. You know, they also disconnected us from who we really are supposed to be and what our purpose is supposed to be and 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 disconnected us from the life we really came here to live. We're actually living other people's lives and their input in our lives. But we can turn that around at any time and use relationships to get back on track. And that's what we're talking about tonight. As always, please call in and chat with me in U.S. and Canada, 888-627-6008 and anywhere else around the world, directly 323-744-4831. Also, you can find out more about me at www.kadiangrant.com. That's www.kadiangrant.com. I have workshops and programs and several one-on-one coaching programs you can participate in with me to begin your transformation in your life. Also, I'd like to mention I have a workshop coming up May 12th. It's called Climbing Your Happiness Ladder to Successful Weight Loss, which begins May 12th and ends July 21st. And it's a three-month-long workshop that will help you begin to understand why weight is an issue for you, how you can begin to have success in that area of your life. And it's not about, you know, healthy eating and exercise. Those things are absolutely important to weight loss, but they're not the only element involved. So I talk about everything else. You know, it's not a magic bullet or a secret formula out there you don't know about yet because everybody claimed to have all of that. But it's not true. There's nothing secret here. It's not even your genetics why you keep failing here. It is primarily your weight goal and the reasons why your focus is incorrect. So the class is, is more about that versus, you know, the, the the food and the exercise. And I will talk more about that throughout this program um, until May 12th. 
So once again, that workshop is available starting May 12. I do have an introductory special rate that ends tomorrow, but I will extend it for another 30 days. So go to my website at katieandgrant.com under workshop and um, take a look at that workshop. And if you have any questions, please shoot me an email. All righty, back to relationships. We have so many excuses, not reasons, not reasons at all. At all, People think they're reasons, but excuses why we stay in a relationship. And one of those excuses um, is obligation. Not leaving anyone because of obligation does not allow for change to take place in your life and in their lives. And change is very important to our human existence. This includes our family members, and it does not ex exclude our parents or our children. Everybody is included here. And yes, it does not exclude your children. Obligation is not love. Do not mix them up. Obligation is also not responsibility. Yes, we are responsible and obligated to take care of our children when they are children, you know, when they are not of age to do certain things for themselves. But we are not obligated to give them everything they ask for or stand for disrespect from them because as a parent, we feel obligated to them. That's not love. The same goes for our parents, siblings, family members. And I'm really... Um, pressing that point about parents and family members, because a lot of us like to use the terms, I have to because they're my blood. I have to because they're my family. You know, it is not so. And it doesn't make you a cruel person at all. It's just that you're not in this life to give up who you are to make someone else happy. For example, my relationship with my mom and my mom is probably listening. Uh, she's a very big supporter of me and this show. But at one time, my mom and I didn't have the greatest relationship. For many years, we did not. We do now. It's much, much better now. But we did not at one point. We engaged in a certain pattern that I saw in my family at a very young age. That was, you know, I was now engaging as an adult with my mother. And I wanted to stop that pattern from, from happening. And my mother and her mom, my grandmother, had a really tumultuous relationship, you know. And my mother took very good care of her mom, but it was out of obligation. And out of obligation is when you are doing something for someone, but you are complaining about it and you really don't want, you know, to do it. Or you just feel like... You know, my mom would say stuff like, it's my mom, I have to do it. Not true because she had four other children besides my mother, and three of them lived in walking distance, and they didn't care about certain things. But my mom cared because she has that kind of heart. But it was a lot of stress on her. When you're doing stuff on, out of obligation, you can tell because it's a lot of stress on you. It was a lot. She had to take care of her life and everything on her mother's life and no one was helping her. And so it, it was very stressful. So they had these shouting matches all the time. You know, as I got older, my mother and I was engaging in that way too. And one day I, I looked at it and I, I looked at the relationship and I, because I knew my great-grandmother. The same thing was happening with my great-grandmother and my grandmother. And as I am thinking about this and observing what's going on in my life, I made a decision one day. Because remember, you have the ability to choose. I, cho I, I, I made a choice that I am not going to go down this road. I am not going to engage in this pattern anymore because at this point I have two daughters. I have three children, two, two girls and a boy. I have two daughters and I did not want this kind of relationship to continue with them and I. I didn't want it. I wanted it to stop. So I knew I had to stop it so I don't engage in that pattern with my children. So what I did, I started out really slowly. When my mother started to shout, I will walk away. 
if I was in front of her, I would drive off or if we were on the phone, I would hang up. I needed to stop it because once it started and I engaged, it continued and we're getting nowhere. We're just hurting each other's feelings. It's just bringing up a lot of hurt, adding more hurt, adding more stress. I wanted it to stop. So I chose when you are the more aware person in the relationship and you know, you are the more aware person because you get these, you, you see the patterns, you realize this is something you don't want to do. You're just not going with the flow. My mother went with the flow. You know, that's how she saw her and her mother did it. Her mother and her grandmother did it. So she engaged. I did it for a short while and decided, no, I am done. I had to choose and I chose differently until the relationship just started to die down. We weren't interacting that much. And I had to make a lot of other decisions concerning this relationship. One, my mother and my children have a great relationship. My mother loved my children to death and my children loves my mother to death. I wanted to make sure that continues, you know, It is so beautiful to have a grandparent that love you the way my mother loved my children. And I understood it because my great-grandmother loved me that way. I lived on the island of Jamaica for the first almost seven years of my life, being raised by my great-grandmother. And the love she showed my brothers and I was unbelievable. So I understood that special love. And here my children was receiving that from my mother. I didn't want to break that up in any way. I didn't want to totally cut her out my life or I would never take her grandchildren away from her because of that special love. But I had to still choose me and decide how I want this relationship to evolve. So that's what I did. That's what I did. So I started to just slowly make a different decision. And it also showed me a lot of things as I'm watching the, the exchange between my mother and my grandmother is how much hurt my mother had. There was a lot of hurt of, you know, she never talked about growing up, but through the shouting and, and, and everything, I heard little things and pieced things together. And I'll ask my grandmother questions when she was alive, you know, and something she told me that she felt she was wrong about with my mom. And um, but my mom never nobody never taught her how to get things off her chest or or how to unload, you know. So she was unloading later on in life on her mom when they engaged in this pattern. And so I understood as the aware person what my mother did not get. I understood what she saw growing up and what she was used to growing up. And that's why she was engaging in that way with me. So as the more aware person, I wanted to stop that. I also understood she felt the unfairness. You know, she wasn't my grandmother's favorite child. And I love my grandmother, but the truth is the truth. My mother was not her favorite, but there was an expectation that my mother must do everything for her. And that was hard on my mother as well. So all of that was coming up in a form of hurt every time they were together. And I witnessed that. And I didn't want that. I wanted that pattern to totally go away. When you can see a pattern in your life, that is so awesome because you can choose something different. You can eradicate that pattern. And I call myself a pattern eradicator. I do that because I was always very good of noticing, noticing patterns when I was little, you know, and I will make mental notes in my head. Now, you know, as I got older, I heard spiritual teachers talk about changing energy and changing thoughts. I would do that as a kid, make these notes in my head. And I, certain paths that majority of the women ended up in, in my, in their lives, I did not because I didn't see myself going down that road. 
become a pattern eradicator. It's important that you notice these patterns. Do you want to engage? Ask yourself these questions. Do I want my relationship with my parent? It could be with your dad. It could be with, with a sibling, anybody. Do I want the relationship to be this way? Do I want to go down that same road? You have the choice as the more aware person to make a different decision in your life about that. Risk. I'm going to go right into risk because um, it, you know, it involves what I did with my mom and changing the pattern. As with everything in life, risk or chances, we, we have to take them. We have to take them because especially with a relationship, you don't know the outcome of what will happen based on your choices. You don't know the outcome of a person's um, action. You just don't know. But it's important that you take them because if you don't take risk, then what will happen is you're just settling into the pattern. You're just adapting and you're passing it on. You're passing it on to your next, to the next generation. You know, even if your children are young, they're seeing these things. They're seeing the patterns. They're seeing the behavior, you know, they're seeing the traits and they begin to act accordingly. If something has, hasn't changed, if you haven't interrupted what's going on. So relationships are no different in this area. You have to take risks. Whenever I speak to someone who is on the fence about a relationship but want change, I often ask them, what are you willing to risk? Are you willing to give up what you have? And sometimes they have almost nothing left to give or to get in the relationship, but they are still not willing to risk losing it. The reason... Most most people do this is those self-values I was talking about earlier. They come into play big time here. They really don't feel deserving of something more, of something better, or they think it's not out there. I was talking to someone one day who's in, who's in an unhappy, very unhappy marriage. And her question to me was, who else will want me? Who else will want me? When we start to think that way, or we are thinking that way, then we're not willing to risk anyone, anything. If you think no one else on this planet is going to want you, if you think that you'll never have another relationship, you're willing to put up with whatever just to stay in it. And that is not true. What needs to increase is your self-value. So when you decide that, okay, I am going to do something different, it doesn't even have to be ending the relationship. You know, you know, I didn't end the relationship with my mom. I just, I just changed the exchange between us. And when you're willing to take that risk, your self-values increases. I started to feel more self-respect for myself. You know, because that was one of the things that my mother and I fought about was her, her, her disrespect towards me. And because she was my mom, I was trying very hard not to be disrespectful toward her, but she wasn't being that towards me. So I had to choose that. I had to choose my own self-respect, you know. And so I was willing to risk. So I asked myself one day, what am I willing to risk here if I walk away, you know, and the worst that could have happened in the situation is I don't have a relationship with my mother. And I was okay with that. And the reason I was okay with that is because I did not want when my mother gets older to mistreat her in any way. I didn't want that. I didn't want to do things for her out of obligation. I want to do things for her out of love because I want to, because she's my mother, because I love her. That's what, that's where my thoughts were. So I was willing to risk um, this relationship, not getting better, not being in my life if the changes didn't occur, you know, and 
because I wanted something so differently, I decided to go ahead and and take the risk. And that really changed the relationship. The explosiveness of our arguments are like nil now. Is it, you know, it's nil. She was just here yesterday. My daughter has a tournament. Of course she's here. It's our granddaughter. She loves her. She came all the way down, you know, from a different state, two states away actually, to to come to her daughter's volleyball tournament. She doesn't miss them. She's like that with her grandchildren, you know? And it's so much easier on everyone else. And I didn't realize how much it bothered my children until I was talking with them and they're asking me one day, what's why is it? You know, you and grandma fight so much. We don't like it. You know, you guys need to forgive each other. But my children weren't understanding that you can't just forgive someone just like that. We had to work some things out. And I did that. And when I did that, our relationship changed tremendously. Now, there are more work to be done. And but it's, it's, it's at a point where things are wonderful and great. And of course, as more experiences come up, because I will love to have a deeper relationship with her. As these things come up, I will act upon them and not act as if they're not there. And that's what a lot of us do. We pretend that it's not there. It is there. And you know it's there because you begin to feel or you are feeling the discomfort within you. All that hurt is welling up within you and you start to repress you start to push those things down and when you repress your feelings and push them down they become stuck energy within you and then that over time an accumulation of that stuck energy turns into health problems it also also turns into problems in other areas of of your life. You know, your resources are limited. You can't keep money in the bank. You know, you know, it just start affecting other areas of your life. You know, that's the repressed emotions and energy that you have within you. And that's what was happening with me. I was getting I was getting sick. I was gaining a lot of weight. A lot of things was happening to me health-wise. I got depressed because I wanted to pretend as if there was not an issue here. But clearly there was. Now, why do we have to go through this discomfort? You know, why? The discomfort is for you to wake up and live. I was not happy in my life. This is one of the areas of my life I was extremely unhappy in. So every time this happened, the discomfort, I was trying to push it down. For many, many years I did. But the discomfort, the universe is not going to leave you alone. You will continue feeling those discomfort because you're supposed to act up on them. Because the universe is trying to gear you towards your happiness, your authentic happiness. It's gearing you towards your passion and your purpose. It's gearing you towards having the financial abundance you want and having the intimate relationship you want. All the things that we are here is gearing you towards joy. All the things we are here that we deserve, it's gearing us in that way. So don't be afraid of the discomfort. You know, these days I'm not. When I feel discomfort in my life, at first it hurts, of, of course, but it doesn't hurt as much as it used to. Now I take a higher view of the situation and I, and I say to myself, okay, why am I feeling this way? Why am I feeling this discomfort? And when I do that and I investigate it, these things need to be worked out. And then once they're worked out, I get a little happier. You know, once you have done that, once you've been on the other side of that discomfort, you will, you will always want to choose. You won't be afraid to choose anymore. You know, so I was willing, I, I was willing not to be in this obligated relationship. I didn't want to be in an obligated relationship. I wanted to be in a love relationship with my mom. Her mother left this planet and they never resolved that issue. 
you know, they never resolve this obligated relationship. But for me, I changed that. I, and it's not going to be an obligation relationship, but a relationship that I love. And that's what you're here to to uncover. Look at life as an adventure. You know, it doesn't always feel like fun and all kind of stuff, can, things can happen along the way. But if you keep choosing you and keep including yourself in the process of your choice, then you are moving towards your happiness. You're choosing your happiness. You're choosing your sanity because I felt like I was going crazy. You're choosing your health and your well-being. Those things became more important to me because I had three children. I didn't want to be messed up and not live a life of happiness with them because it was it was beginning to impact my relationship with them. And I didn't want this to be a trickle-down effect. I wanted this pattern to stop. So it was a risk. I was willing to take. It doesn't always end up being that the relationship is severed. And you, you know, it doesn't always have to be that way that you're never going to see each other communicate. Once again, it's a risk and it could be that way, but you get to decide if you're willing to risk that, you know, and, but in my situation, I was willing to. So thank you for tuning in tonight. I hope you have a much broader understanding of what relationships are for, what they can do for you, how they have shaped who you are, why your belief system is the way you are, why you're on the path you're on, why obligation is not a good thing. You don't want to be obligated, but you want to love people. And also there is risk involved, but if you take the risk, your life can be so much different. If you want your life to be different, you have to be willing to take risks. So thank once again, thank you for tuning in. And I am here to remind you of your greatness as always. Good night.